kind of it brings you back it goes back to um to right before halo one uh before the pillar of autumn took off with the master chief and it chronicles uh a team of spartan threes which are a new version of the spartans are a little bit easier to make um i don't think they have to kidnap children anymore i don't think they're as powerful though right pope if you correct me if i'm wrong i think no it's a it's definitely a, a quantity over quality thing with the threes yeah so, uh, which I, I remember Pope and I were really excited for Reach because um, we had both read The Fall of Reach. Um, we loved that book. I, did you read it as well? or I did, yeah. Yeah, okay, you did. So, um, oh, we all read it. and We all loved that book. It was a, it was a, it's a great master- telling. It's a of sci-fi the, yeah, masterpiece. In my it really is. It, um, it's a great war novel. <laughs> it's a great sci-fi novel. You get to learn more about That sounds master silly Chief. to say. Like, I'm putting up their late, you know, 2001 Space Odyssey or some shit. But, like, it's, it's very good. Very, very good. Yeah, I think not enough people uh, read it. Probably be like, ah, it's a video game novel. How good could it be? It's fucking good. So if you're you're listening to this and you have not read the the book, please read it. The Fall of Reach, really good. Or if you uh, want to listen to the audio book and hear uh, how this guy pronounces Molnir and how he voices <laughs> the only Asian character, um, def- it's definitely a ride. You didn't do <laughs> it, right? Okay. No, I, I I did not record the book, but I did listen to it. I, oh. That. I always make sure I do um, at least one problematic Asian accent in any uh, nice, audiobook nice. I record, just for him. Does he say Majolnir? He says Majolnir. That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> I can't Fuck believe yeah. they let him get away with that. They would never. Oh, it's not. It's not even like they made the name up for this, right? That's that's Thor's hammer. So I, anyway, um, <laughs> so I know we were really excited. The trailer was really cool. They showed at E3. It was like, yes, oh, we get to see yeah. the fall of Reach. We get to see everything that led into the Halo trilogy. Um, and then they fucking drop this team of Spartan threes on you, and you're just like, "What?" You know, and like the team's cool. I really like those characters. I think yeah. there's some great storytelling. Halo Reach is a really, really strong game. Um, it was a little just weird because if you read the novels, you knew that Spartan threes didn't exist yet or weren't supposed to exist yet. Um, and I think that's where Pope was saying how uh, the novels no longer canon. Though I did do some research while we were recording, and it looks like it is. Um, but uh, yeah, so like you know, it was a little disconcerting <laughs> to see those Spartan threes there, but they tell a really cool story. So they drop you in uh, your noble six, noble team is the team you're playing, um, and he—I don't think he has any lines, right? He's supposed to be you. You can design how he looks. Like they try to really make like you're that Spartan. Um, yeah, they only have, give him one bit about his background. And, that's it, right? Uh, He's yeah, like a lone wolf, right? That's his yeah. thing. Yeah. So you know the planet reach is being invaded by by the the covenant and uh noble team is is helping you know defend the planet um pope you want to give us a little more insight into the planet reach uh reach is a fortress world for the unsc it's their major ship construction planet it's where they do all their big weapons development all their big technologies where the spartans were trained I believe it's where their armor was at least uh, designed, and it wasn't built there. But yeah, I mean, the Reach Reach was like a, a considered untouchable for uh, forever until uh, the Covenant came and uh, overwhelmed it. 
Yeah, so this is this is a huge blow. You know, this is this is major. This is where the you know the chief kind of was it's raised like, yeah, and, the closest and trained. Thing the and, chief has to home at that point. Yeah, I mean, so for the Spartans, you know, this is this is uh this is hitting close to home. Obviously, this is their home, and uh, it's a huge blow to the military because this is this is the planet, like you said, they they thought was untouchable. Um, you know, they never thought they'd make it to Earth. They didn't think they'd make it to Reach either. They didn't think they'd ever be able to get there. Uh, but they do. They do get here, and uh, they they quickly learn they cannot defeat the Covenant here. They are going to lose this battle. Um, and you play through through this this war with Noble Team uh, as they you know they actually have to go and find Doctor Halsey. So you get to meet her, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, and she eventually will give you an AI fragment, which will turn out to be Cortana, um, which you have to deliver to the Pillar of Autumn. And uh, you know I, it, it's cool because you kind of they did a little bit more. Uh, I think in depth with this planet, you get to see like some wild yeah. animals. You get to see like villages. Like there's there's some really cool stuff here. You get to feel like it's almost like a lived in place. Um, there's a little more life to the planet, and uh, you know you fight alongside different you know marines and things like that. Um, and, and you you go through a noble team, and and basically one by one they're killed, right? And it's it... I, I'm I'm sorry that was like that was like my favorite part of the story was a if you know the lore. Uh, you know that this is a failing mission, that Reach is going to fall. So first of all, just from the trailers where it seemed to be like, you know, the entire noble team trying to get the payload to wherever it needed to go. And then into the game, as the game progresses, you keep completing these missions, but you know that at the end you're, you know, you're going to, to fail essentially, or, you know, you may think that like, oh, maybe my character makes it out or, or something like that. But, um, you know, but it is it is really uh, bittersweet that way, and that like as you keep going throughout the missions, you start seeing you know these Spartans getting killed in action. Yeah, and each one's pretty uh, pretty unique and individual. They all different ethnicities, different accents, um, uh, different armor. Thank by you all for their sharing. armor. Yeah, <laughs> cat. Everyone fell in love with her there. Um, you know, and like their 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 deaths are all very very. Uh, unique, like Cat uh, is is shot, right? She's just like sniped out. It's not this like big heroic death. She's just killed, um, and and it's sad. And she and was the first one, right? Yeah, and it's just like that's when you're. No, like... George George was the first to die. No, he wasn't. No, was he? Yes. He was the last. George to die. was the first to die. George died in the no. George is the big guy, the the heavy guns expert. He died. Oh yeah, you're right. He did. He did. He did die first. You're right. He was a Spartan too, though. Reach has been good to me. Oh, that was yeah. He was a Spartan too. Yeah. Uh, he was the only Spartan too that was in this game, I think. Right. So, uh, he's with this this team of Spartan threes, and he's visibly larger than them. Um, but he he was a badass. Wow, he was really cool. Yeah. He he sacrifices himself in a very heroic way, um, and then you know, Cat uh, obviously gets sniped out. Um, one by one, they're all you know. They all get killed. Carter, I think uh, he he drives like a, a an air. Auto Akbar's. Yeah, he he basically sacrifices himself to take out some enemy units. Um, uh, who else? Emil. He has like the most badass death, right? He, <laughs> no way. Yeah, Emil's got that knife and that shotgun. He was like my favorite character. He's got the skull on his mask. He's like, I'm ready for yes. you, right? And he fucking oh, stabs so that good. covenant and he just takes him down with him, like. Just so badass. Of course, um, Noble Six ends up uh, doing his... The, the last level of Halo Reach is brilliant. It's just a you surviving to the death, and there's nothing you can do. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's it's how long can you survive, you know, yeah. your skills. as your wave after wave of Covenant are coming towards you, and you're just fighting them until 
until he dies. Yeah, slowly your shield drains. Your you can see like cracks in your arm, in your visor. It's it's uh, it's poetic. It's really it's a really <laughs> yeah. beautiful ending. Seriously. Um, and you know, for a character that has no lines, like you're like, <laughs> they make it emotional. And the only solace in that is that they tell you, you getting Cortana to Master Chief is what eventually led to the salvation of the human race. Yeah, I mean, you got it to the Pillar of Autumn, you, you completed your mission, um, but, you know, uh, Reach is lost. It, it's glassed by the Covenant, um, and uh, all of Noble, Noble Team is killed. Uh, it's also the first game that introduced aerial combat, right? Like, you were able to do, like, some uh, some stuff in space and some different ships and stuff. They'd never done that in a Halo game besides, like, the Banshees. But, like, yeah, this yeah, is... Yeah, a little bit in, in Halo 2 with the Banshees. And a little... Oh, they did a little in Halo 1, but you're right. There were entire missions based off of space uh, battles and stuff like that. I remember enjoying it. I just felt like it wasn't enough. I think like it only they, had one sequence in Halo Reach. Yeah, I was like, why even introduce this if you're not going to do it more? Because it was, it was well done. It was fun. They did it a little bit more in Halo 5. Yeah, they did do it more in Halo 5. But by the I mean, no, that, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about Halo 4. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, so I thought the Reach game, the, the story, it was probably the strongest story, honestly. You know, like it was... Uh, you know, learning this about Noble Team Six. I would argue Halo One is the strongest story simply because of its lack of storytelling. I think it does an incredible. <laughs> I think it's. I really do. I think it does an incredible it's job. It's straightforward. Well, it's it's a uh, it's show not tell, right? There are all these yeah. ambiguities, there are all these secrets. It's like a you don't know exactly what happened before this game started, but they do a really good job of building this universe without overloading you with the. Uh, story and plot details. Yeah, it doesn't get bogged down by, by all the complexity. Honestly, like, Halo kind of gets goofier as it goes on, right? It's uh, It kind of <laughs> strays away from that sort of gritty realism and starts to... Yeah. Really... Especially with the fourth yeah. one. I mean, there always been, like, a kind of a goofiness to it, though. Like, Bungie has those, like, skulls that you can activate, right? Like, Grunt Birthday Party, where when you shoot a grunt, like, confetti comes Well, out I'm saying, like, Halo so, like... 1 is, like... <laughs> Halo yes. 1 is like Aliens, and like Halo 2 is like Battlefield Earth, so, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but uh, <laughs> I, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, but I, I thought Halo Reach was a very strong game, um, even if it did deviate from the novels. Um, Unacceptable. I am disappointed yeah, in you, Ty. Yeah. Halo Reach is sorry. perfect. Halo Reach is canon. How dare you? Oh, sorry. Uh, they also introduced in the multiplayer armor abilities, um, including the ability to sprint. Which was, uh, I think, by the time this game came out, Sprint was pretty much in every other shooter, right? Like, yeah, they kind of had to add it in. Yeah, but I think um, the armor abilities were a little bit better than the items from Halo Three. Uh, still not my favorite. They could be a little cheap, you know. They had like armor lock and stuff. Um, I loved armor lock because I armor lock. because for me, like, I could never move fast enough. As soon as I started getting hit, I'd be like, oh my god, something's <laughs> happening. And I would get so I would just go straight into armor lock and then use the camera to look around my surroundings, see where I'm getting shot from, and be like, okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> there was also sprint, jetpack. Was there another one? I think there was another one, but I don't remember it now. It's probably really un- really forgettable for a reason. Yeah, Halo Halo <laughs> starts doing gimmicks after three. I mean, after two. Yeah, that's the thing. They're trying to they're trying to keep their multiplayer fresh, you know, in a in a ever expanding genre of online multiplayer games. Call of Duty started to really, uh, I think, take over as the more popular one with the, with the modern uh, warfare series. They were trying to keep it fresh, um, 
and they added all these kind of like like Pope said gimmicky things that you know were hit or miss. Uh, I think more miss than hit to be honest. But nobody liked there was armor some lock. Cool nobody. <laughs> I know it was so cheap. You could <laughs> if a vehicle ran into you and you used armor lock, it would like knock oh, the vehicle. Yeah. It was just like it was oh, like, yeah, oh it was yeah. so annoying. It was so frustrating. Um, yeah, it was it was kind of cheap. I think Sprint was a good addition, which I think after. Halo Reach, it became just a regular uh, thing you could do, right? You could just sprint it all the, in Halo 4 and Halo 5, all that stuff. So, um, yeah. So, I, at this point, Bungie actually now is done with Halo. They um, they decided they wanted to do a different game. Uh, and they have given the rights completely to, to Microsoft. Um, so, Halo Reach is their swan song. They are done. They are leaving it behind. So, Microsoft, I believe... That was a strong finish. It was. It was a strong finish. Uh, so Microsoft decides they're gonna they're gonna create a company, right? That's only gonna make Halo games. So that's 343 Studios. I believe they have some ex Bungie employees, uh, amongst other obviously people who are, you know how to make a game. Um, and their goal is to make Halo games and only Halo games. So uh, they they come out with Halo Four. Um, and I know we were definitely a little nervous. I think as as fans of the Halo series, knowing that Bungie was no longer involved. Um, there was definitely some hesitation there. You know, how did you guys feel? Oh, well, I was super excited when you showed me the trailer for it. And, um, you know, it really caught me off guard. You were like, don't look at the screen. Don't look at the screen. Like, you didn't let me know what it was. You just <laughs> hit play. And I was looking at the darkness. And as soon as, you know, you know what's happening and you see the synapses firing and Chief's brain and he's waking up from the cryo sleep and Cortana's, John, I need you, you know, and now I'm like, oh, fuck, he said wake me when you need me and now she needs him. And I was I was super excited to just to to get back into it. I was I was actually really, uh, really looking forward to it. I was actually deployed when that game came out, so I had to avoid spoilers because other people had it and they were playing it, and I couldn't talk to them. Oh, man. That sucks. (laughs) Try me a fucking rib. I know, really. (laughs) Fucking first world problems, am I right? Oh, it's fighting for my life. Jesus. (laughs) That uh, that in Bioshock Infinite, that was really difficult to avoid spoilers for. Yeah, that's a game you need to definitely avoid spoilers for. (laughs) But but we digress. But (laughs) I feel like when Halo 4 came out, it was right around the time that I mean, I don't know if you guys feel the same way. I think it's really difficult to avoid knowing about games now. Like, like you always know when a game's coming out. There's always information. You you know, whatever social media you're using, they're tweeting about it. They're on Facebook about it. Like, back then it was like you had to wait for E3 and you didn't know what was going to be there. Like, it was really shocking. I feel like I haven't been shocked by a reveal for a game in a long time. So, like, the Halo 4 trailer was the last one that really was like, wow, you know, like, this that's exciting, something that I wasn't expecting uh, you know, right this second, uh, and so that was that was cool. That's why I was I was able to introduce that to you like that um, by not telling you what it was. Oh but yeah, I, I think and I haven't I haven't experienced that in a long time now. Agreed. And while the you know we probably agree that the best multiplayer so far has been Halo Two, um, you know it it was kind of hard to top that every time they tried. So I mean, this Halo multiplayer for Halo Four, I don't think it was terrible, but. Um, you know, it was just kind of there. I really was in this for the story. I was super intrigued by uh, the the graphics uh, in the cutscenes. They 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 looked like they like that could be a feature film. It really did. It was gorgeous, gorgeous. And we opened the game with Halsey getting interrogated about her war crimes because that's exactly what happened. She she kidnapped children. Uh, she experimented on them. She was responsible for several of their deaths. And and, you know, they're going through the 
the history of the Spartans and everything and having these amazing cutaways to what they were capable of in the battlefield, stuff you never actually did in the game. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and they and it talks about Master Chief. And, like, this game seems like it's going to be a little more Chief-centric than centric on, like, the Halo aspect of it, if that makes sense. And, you know, and, and the guy who's interrogating her, he he asks, you know, he's like, do you think that the Master Chief succeeded because he was at his core broken? And that's exactly what you were telling me before, Pope, right? Like, that's kind of what he is. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm pretty sure they say in that same cutscene that uh, Spartans exhibit sociopathic tendencies. Yes, they do. Yeah, so it's a it's a great cutscene. Like in, in Halo Three, I think they they talk about why why is Master Chief such a special Spartan too? Like, what what sets him apart? Was he the best? Was he the strongest? And I think they kind of say that he wasn't like overall like the best in any one category but he was kind of the luckiest right like that was always his thing his luck um but now they start to go more into like the psychological aspect of it and i always like the um that opening cutscene, especially when you think about like did the ends justify the means kind of right so like halsey's being you know accused of war crimes but it, i mean she really did save the entire human race if you really think about it right by by creating the master chief because he saved the human race um so it, it's kind of like does she get a pass for that? Because, you know, though she did kill children, which is a horrible crime, she saved how many other children? So I, I don't know. I always thought that was a cool thing they kind yeah. of started to explore a little bit. What a morality to, like, uh, to explore. That's wild. You know, and, and her, one thing she says during this, aside from my work saved the human race, and, you know, the guy says, you're you're twisting history into your own favor or whatever. You know, that's obviously something that we do all the time. You know, the victors end up writing history and, you know, that's no different here. But she says that children's minds are more susceptible to indoctrination. So I actually looked up a little something about the indoctrination. Uh, it was a it was an article I found. You could find the source in the show notes. Pope, tell me if any of this sounds familiar, that indoctrination has three specific goals. One to remove characteristics that are detrimental to military life, that is, to subordinate self-interest to follow orders, two, to train individuals to kill when necessary, and three, to enable recruits to view themselves in collective terms. In this chapter, we describe uh, general theoretical models of indoctrination and apply these models to the indoctrination of service members uh, into the U.S. Armed Forces. So that was kind of like the, you know, the thesis. Does any of that sound familiar? Does it sound accurate to you? Uh, yeah, the general process of becoming a soldier is uh, you are literally getting broken down so that you can be rebuilt back up into their image. Is that something you ever shake off? Uh, yeah, over time. Uh, it really depends how, uh, I guess, institutionalized you become. There are some people who get in, they simply can't uh, function in the real world afterwards. So, But for me, you know, there were Rogers and stuff like that for a while, but... Uh, Pretty much no. I uh, the military is a faint memory at this point. Do you regret it? No. Why would I? I don't. I wouldn't regret it. No. I don't regret any. I don't regret anything that led me to where I am right here, right now. I like that. It's a good way to look at the world. Never have regrets. It's not to say that never have regrets. It's just understanding that the past is the past, and you are where you are because of the past. And worrying about what could have been puts you at a place where you never meet your fiance, or you never. You know what I'm saying? Like. You gotta take uh, you gotta take the hits and the misses, and just uh, definitely, absolutely. So you said that it is possible for for people to 
you know, to to shake that off. Is it something that you need to shake off at some point, or like? There's really you know, a desire. I, I assume that honestly. there are things. <laughs> I mean, like yeah, the things you learn that you still use. The, the the shit that's real cringy is uh the people who get out and still you know they wear that they wear that very publicly that whole like I served I was fucking I was Billy badass soldier that shit really cringes me out. Uh, it, it really it really really depends on like like again as I said how institutionalized you are. You know, like I got out and the first thing I did was uh <laughs> completely different my did uh, just distance myself from anything military. I, I would, I, the lingo, the whole fucking deal. I was pretty done with it. Wow. Um. Yeah. There's this uh. This bit of information I found on a veteran site that's talking about uh, kind of like rehabilitating and, you know, bringing uh, individuals from their life in the service to the life as a civilian. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that line. See, this is, that, this, I love that. When you get into what I call the military circle jerk, there's this common theme, this uh, stereotype, I would say, of the broken veteran who can't function in society. And while that is the case, that's what I, I'm thinking of. Yeah. I really do think that is uh, severely overplayed. Veterans are just regular people, and most veterans are not fucking broken people. They're just uh, kind of, you know, just dudes who joined for a check mostly. That's what I would say. So they had a job, and they did that job, and you know, that job just required a lot of push-ups. Oh yeah, dude. Army is just army. Really, is just a job. <laughs> Pretty great. You just uh, you you get up after a while. You really do just kind of get up and go to work every day. So. What kind of job did you have? I was infantry, so uh, whereas other uh, MOSs or jobs, uh, army jobs essentially, they uh, like mechanics would work on vehicles all day, or the medical staff would you know be at the the hospital doing medical shit. But we were uh, infantry, so our entire job is to kill people. So all we do is go into the field and play guns like we're six. I uh, shit you not. <laughs> like literally lay, like me. literally laying in the grass going bang 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 i am not kidding i know you've told me off mic before that you kind of get used to like the idea of everyone around you is trying to kill you right more or less like something along those what? lines i think you told me no maybe that's what you, you told me once no i think i i think i i think the joke i said was that afghanistan is actually kind of beautiful when you get past everyone's trying to kill you but honestly yes that's what you said <laughs> So was that like something that you didn't – you just shake that off. You don't bring that with you, you know, that idea that like, hey, there were people were trying to kill you, so you just come home and you're like, I'm good? Nobody actually tried to kill me, but well, – That's good. That's very fortunate. I'm glad to hear I that. mean – That you know. That you know of. You never <laughs> opened that letter I sent you. Yeah, I tried to kill you several times, but failed every time, so. Out of the kindness, oh, of, out of, the kindness of Ty's heart, he aborted the missile strike. I did. Last second. It was close. It was, really, it was like Digimon the movie. <laughs> yeah, I was getting <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, uh, so tell me if these factors sound familiar to you, because according to this, there are many factors involved in the veteran's readjustment to civilian life. Let's see if Master what, Chief what, has any of these. What? A lot, of, a lot of talk. A lot of talk about. Uh, a lot of talk about military stuff tonight. That's the. That's the whole point. We. 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 What do we do? We read between the lines of different forms of pop culture and discuss the social and political themes within. So. Um, Halo is pop culture, let me tell you. And it has some correlations. Yeah. So understanding and abiding by civilian legal standards that may be different from military standards. Is that a big thing for you? <laughs> i got to go through every <laughs> one of these and ask that question. Maybe so we should talk about Halo a bit and then come back All right, to the question. All right, so Halo 4 yes no? storytelling, a lot more about Master Chief and his personality, his special connection <laughs> to Cortana. figures. 
reestablishing and reevaluating relationships with family and friends. Uh, well, obviously, I feel like he kind of answered that already. You know, like it wasn't an issue for him, but it can be for certain people depending on uh, how indoctrinated people are. Individuals, Michael. They're not a monolith. No, no, I don't think so. Uh, you know what is a monolith? The grave mind, the flood. They are the plant, a monolith. The plant but, monster from Halo Two. But they are they are dead now, and Halo Four is a whole new ball game. Am I right? Sure. So yeah, this the the basic storyline of this game becomes uh, after an AI has been in service for a certain amount of years, they start to think themselves to death and they go rampant, which is what's happening to Cortana, I believe. Uh, they go rampant after seven years, and she was put into service eight years ago. Am I correct in that? Something like that, yeah. Which is it's kind of an interesting concept, right? They've built these uh, incredibly intelligent AI that can do, I mean, so much, right? Cortana basically helps save uh, human race, the Covenant, everything. Yeah. Also, take um, into consideration Cortana's special is she is uh, she was constructed out of the uh, brain scans of Flash clones of Doctor Halsey herself. Yeah, we did not mention that. Yeah, that's absolutely true. No, we did not. Um, so, yeah, she has a very special connection to John, to the Master Chief. Uh, but after a certain amount of time, she literally has so much knowledge that it's killing her, right? Like, that she runs rampant. And, like, that's that's kind of a crazy thing to think they could create this really, really advanced thing that winds up killing itself. Um, and, you know, so even with all the technology and, you know, they've, they've been able to, you know, take over, like, you know, the galaxy and, and really, like, you know, expand and they still can't stop these ai from dying after a certain amount of time it's kind of uh, it's kind of an interesting concept also leading into this game there was a live action miniseries called forward unto dawn which would tie into the storyline of this game as well uh, i thought that was awesome just to see it you know live action get a little bit more into the lore of halo and i believe this kid was in a military academy of some sort i believe so yeah I, I, it was it was cool because they had talked about for years doing like a live action halo like a, a show or a movie and um it never seemed to pan out but they were able to do this it was kind of like a mini series uh it was good though i think i don't think it was great i think it was good you did get to see the master chief at one point which was pretty cool um but yeah like you you kind of had to watch it to understand well, I mean, you didn't really have to watch it because Lasky wasn't the most important character, but he wasn't—he yeah. was a main character in 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 uh, in Halo Four, so it did help to get a little bit more backstory on him and his relationship with the Master Chief because the Chief saves him, right? So he has this kind of uh, mutual respect for him because he, you know, he remembers being saved by the Chief back during the Covenant War, um, and here he is. Now, you know, himself kind of uh, somebody important in the military, and, and he gets a chance to kind of help the Master Chief out. Yeah, he's kind of beholden to him uh, for saving him when he was younger. Uh, we also see that a big theme in this is, like, when to and not follow orders, which I really like that, you know, Lasky, while he's still an active, uh, you know, active soldier, he's like, you know, he ends up going against uh, the wishes of, of his superior to help Chief out into doing whatever Chief needs to do. And by this point, Chief, who who has been built up as the ideal soldier because of his efficiency and because he follows orders and never gives up, he spits in the face of that in this because he needs to save Cortana. He needs to save the only friend he's ever had, really. And yeah. I really thought that that was such a great part of his arc. Yeah, he, he's finally kind of disobeying orders, right, and doing something, I guess, for him, 
right? Because Cortana is someone important so. to him. Yeah. Um, and I think for the first time, he's really like, you know, I, I'm not going to lose her. I'm not going to give her up uh, because you're telling me to. So, you know, I think he's already given so much to the world that it's time that, you know, he kind of says, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, you, you can't take this from me, too. Like, I need her. Like, she's all I got. Uh, and, and that's kind of, you know, something that, that happens throughout the game. Um, and, and, you know, it was great. It was it was a really, really great storytelling um, device. And, and I think uh, the story of Halo 4 is very strong. I really enjoyed the campaign. Um, it, you know, they introduce a bunch of new enemies. Uh, we really get into Forerunner technology here. Uh, and the Prometheans, which are like a synthetic, um, you know, warrior type. There's, there's definitely some, yeah. some new, new stuff here, new weapons. Like it really, I think it was a nice like uh, energy boost for for a long time series that you had seen a lot of the same enemies and same weapons. So you finally got like a little something new. Yeah, and they also expanded the fact that there's a new class of Spartans as well, the Spartan Fours. Yeah, they're like. Uh... They're the cheat man Even, Spartans, even more sure. watered down than the Spartan 3s. <laughs> yeah. They were they're more like, watered like, down than the Spartan 3s? They were. They're barely Spartans. So the entire opinion. purpose of the Spartan <laughs> pro- program is is absolutely quantity over quality. So, like, Spartan 1s were not a thing, right? No, they, the Spartan 1s were, were, just a fa- they were essentially just a failed, uh, a failed mech yeah. project. <laughs> you know, Spartan 2s worked, but there wasn't a lot of them. Most of them died, but they were... Very powerful. Then you had Spartan 3s, which were a little easier to make, but not quite as strong. And then you got Spartan 4s, which are like, anybody can be them, right? Like, I feel like you can join up and be like, I want to be a Spartan 4. Sure, Nathan come Fillion on in. Or, you know, whatever. Yeah, Nathan Fillion, who was an ODST. <laughs> oh, we didn't go into that. There was a, there was a spinoff we don't have called, to. The best, called ODST. Um, best where you get to play Nathan Fillion. That. Best character. Yeah, and he returns here uh, shortly next game. ODST is a, phenomenal, uh, by the way. Really good. Is it? Oh, it's great! Like it holds up. Yeah, it holds it up good. surprisingly well. Go back and play that campaign. It's it's phenomenal. I'm gonna have to definitely. Well, they they added it to uh, they hit Master Chief Collection for free a long time ago. So, which is pretty. And cool. it's now it's down it's uh, installed on my Xbox again as of today. So that we can run through these games and and relive the memories. But Halo oh, Four yes. sort of represents a a change in the Halo series, a big change where the humans are winning at this point. You know what I mean? Humans are kind of top dog in in the galaxy at this. Huh. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. Now uh, it's kind of boring, isn't it? They are the. Uh. Um, what does Guilty Spark call them again? Reclaimers. No, the Guilty Spark. I mean, I liked Halo it. Four a lot. I, I I thought you enjoyed it as well, but I guess I was. No, wrong. no, no, I love the Halo Four story. It's just Halo's just kind of not as cool when the humans are winning. That's just my personal opinion. Well, they introduced this these four Matthew McConaughey right? from True Detective. Yeah, not right. <laughs> <laughs> hand in hand to oblivion. Um, we we you know we have the didact right, who was like this uh, the big head honcho of the forerunners once upon a time, and he hates humans. He just fucking hates them. He's probably like one of the true like villains of of the Halo series because he just like he just hates them. Right, the flood was like trying to like survive because they feed on things um the covenant had like whatever they were going on with their hierarchy and you know they were all uh you know religious stuff but like didact i don't know he's just jealous of humans right like it turns out the uh the, he had the, some radical ideas that forced yeah him. well, well the, the forerunners were, had wiped out enemies of the forerunners yeah but that was only because why because the forerunners had wiped out so the, the, people for, the humans them, were right? the humans were colonizing on forerunner worlds because they were being uh they were chased they, by the flood. yeah they were fighting the flood 
The humans yeah, actually yeah. defeated the flood, but they were weakened, and the uh, forerunners destroyed them. Essentially, why? But they were also jealous. Why them back right? to the Stone Age, basically? Yes, that did happen because they were supposed to take the mantle of responsibility. They were the they were the ones who were supposed to inherit it, the humans. But the forerunners wanted it, right? So they they took it. Well, the the library made the humans the reclaimers, just to spit in his face. So now the the cutscenes for. Uh for that story i think they were included kind of like within the halo 4 game but they weren't part of the main storyline if i remember correctly but those uh i'm pretty sure that the humans in those small scenes were actually they looked like indigenous people which i thought was very interesting that before the humans get wiped back to the stone age is that it seems that the ones who have colonized mars they do look like uh you know like native americans if i remember correctly. yeah they definitely were designed that way it definitely looked like that. I thought that was a pretty cool choice to make. And then the Forerunners, uh, they, they defeat the humans, right? They win that war, and they basically send them to Earth, uh, like you said, as like, you know, back to the Stone Age and have them start over after they had been so advanced and had, you know, colonized the world and, and defeated the Flood. You know, they'd done amazing things, and now here they are starting over from scratch. And this is, you know, so many years before the, the original Halo games. Um, but it all comes back now. Now the Didact is awoken, right? He's he's unsealed. He's he's going to take revenge and kill the humans, and uh, you know he has the ability to basically take like organic life and turn it into his like synth soldiers, right? Like he can make it uh, take their energy. So he starts unleashing this. Uh, I think he actually does it on Earth, right? Doesn't he take out like a whole city on Earth? Yeah, he has some sort of um, I want to say terraforming drill, but that's only because. It looks like that thing from Man of, Man of Steel. Yeah, I was going to say, this is very <laughs> reminiscent from the plot of Man of Steel. Holy shit, Zack Snyder. You son of a bitch. When are we going to get the, the Snyder cut of Endgame? <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> the Snyder cut of Endgame. Um, I guess the last thing I, I had was, uh, it said life started in Africa. Cool, cool. That's all I wrote. <laughs> at one point, at, you know, basically... The, Actually, scientists are now Halo... saying that life probably started in the Arctic. Oh, well, shit. Well, I guess this isn't our Earth, the one that uh, that happens to be in the games. Um, but, yeah, they did... Uh, that's pretty cool. Was, uh, send, send me something about that. But, um, but yeah, we, we do have, uh, you know, in his, of course, in history, uh, Halo is made to destroy all... Uh, life in the universe that way the flood will die out of starvation and then it repopulates the universe halo repopulates the universe with, with the ark yeah with the ark which has all of the uh, all of the dna samples of all the species in the universe blah 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 uh you know humans start in africa blah 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 and then eventually they end up you know becoming the main characters of the of the games we you know we end up seeing um, you know, the, it's it's there for you if you want it to. It, I I feel like it actually helps if you know a little bit more about the forerunners and everything because they kind of they go heavy with it in this game, heavier than they did before. I think they definitely there was there was a uh, I think a trilogy of novels too that go into the forerunners. Um, I I think it's really cool because they've obviously built this lore that's really in depth, and you know, you, there's like thousands thousands of years of history in this universe. But I do find it gets a little like muddy. You know, like it's almost like too much. I didn't. I didn't even enjoy really reading the novels about the forerunners. Yeah, once, yeah. Once again, Halo suffers from too much storytelling. Yeah, it's just it's just so much, you know, because they, they start telling you like, oh, well, the forerunners actually, uh, 
there there was a race before them too you know uh i can't quite remember what they were called oh the, pre the precursors the precursors yeah well so it's just like how much are you pouring onto us now we're learning about foreigners the then we're learning about precursors then there's like the flood still around and it's just like it's just like so much you know halo 5 um, has even more storytelling if you can believe it Halo, yeah, and that's why I don't it's want to. Not great, uh, but yeah. So Halo Four, you know, it obviously culminates in the Chief um, taking on the Didact, and uh, him and Cortana are able to stop him, and uh, Chief has to say goodbye to Cortana, and it's this really emotional moment, um, and I think. I don't, oh, I don't remember the science of it. It's, it is real sad. It's sad in the way that like Spider-Man dying at the end of Avengers is really, really sad. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. I cried during both, goddamn. Yeah, but Yo. they bring her back. <laughs> they bring her back good as new. Easy peasy. Okay, let's... Nope, nope. Let's not, let's not go there she yet. She's fucking dead. She did it. So she, uh, she actually gets to physically touch the chief, right? Like, uh, yeah, using like hard sort light of science mumbo yeah, jumbo. I don't using the hard know. light technology. That's dope. You know, yeah, the hard you light go. technology and the reverse thrusters, of course. Yeah, uh, so you know. she's able to, um, to touch him. And, you know, chief does not want to say goodbye. Like, this is, uh, this is really hard for him. But he, for once, cannot save her. Uh, and he is rescued... Um, by the uh, what was that shit? Infinity, the Infinity, the Infinity right? Where Lasky and the Spartan Fours are, um, and there comes a point where he finally takes off his armor, which I thought was great. You know, he like the war's over; it's done. He's you know he's not needed to fight anymore. He lost Cortana, uh, so he takes his armor off, and it's kind of like this. They give you a brief. Glimpse I remember of his face, just a tiny little brief shadow. Tiny glimpse. glimpse. Yeah, they never quite show his face, yeah. but yes. Just a little bit. And I, I remember, you know, when I beat it, I was thinking, like, what does he do now? Like, where do you where do you go from he here? He goes back you know? to work. Like, <laughs> that's what we yeah. find out in Halo we 5. We find but... out in the next game. That's what he, he doesn't go to work at Chili's. He just keeps <laughs> doing... I know, make no mistake. So, uh, a soldier as institutionalized as any of the Spartans will never will never hold any job outside of the military for the rest of their lives. No, make no mistake. No. But I think there's a moment here where, where I feel like Chief is kind of like... He's realizing that's his life. And I think without Cortana now at his side, it feels a lot emptier, you know? Um, it really goes to show you how deep their bond was because even when Chief is back together with Blue Team, it still seems to, you know, he's with actual people, but it, you can tell that it really bothers him that Cortana's gone. Yeah. I mean, you could you could argue that Cortana was more human than him, even though she was an yeah. AI. And that's what they kept bringing up in the fourth game, too, is I think she says, she's like, remind me which one of us is the machine. And, you know, at the end, uh, Chief is talking to Lasky. Okay, what he says to Lasky is our duty as soldiers is to protect humanity. And Lasky tells him, you know, you're saying humanity and soldiers like they're two different things, which, you know, kind of harkens back to what you were saying, Pope. Like, for the most part, you're just people who had jobs, like you're regular people and and that's it. You know, there really shouldn't be that that separation. Yeah, for the most part, it's it's just a job. But uh, it is hard to uh, sometimes. You really do uh, start to for, lose your lose yourself as an individual, and it, it's done that way on purpose. They they don't want individuals necessarily. So the individual game, I didn't want to talk about, but uh, well, first, first, did this. did you guys play the Halo Four multiplayer at all? 
Uh, no, yeah, a couple not times. really. It was all right, I guess. I, yeah, it was. Nothing it was real weird. Play the Spartan Ops, if nothing played. else for the cut. For yes. the uh, cool, the cool movies, or you could just skip Spartan Ops and just watch them Those all on YouTube. Cool. That's that's also better. Yeah, that's also <laughs> an option. No, I, I did, I did like that little side. The story side story with Halsey those. is is really cool. That was cool. Yeah, her and um, what was it? Jewel Andama comes yeah, in. Yeah, it, it ties into yeah. the uh, it ties into the uh, was it uh, Karen Travis novels. Those are actually really yeah. solid. Yep. So what do we want to talk about uh, five? Well, actually, let me talk about the trailer, which I loved because false I didn't advertising. Halo 5's advertising is entirely false advertising. They lie. <laughs> they lie the entire time. They tell you there's this big they hunt. Do. Master Chief's this big criminal. Like, you got to find him. It's like this detective thing. Locke, he's like the greatest detective. And he's going to hunt the Master Chief oh, down yeah. to the ends of the earth. <laughs> And then they do this thing it's where like it's like, they have like these two different commercials where one where like Chief's like in the rubble and like Locke's gonna shoot him and like vice versa and, and, and this shit doesn't ever happen. It never fucking happens. There's not this great or chase. Or when Chief is in the <laughs> in the desert. They oh. interact like one time. It's like the movie <laughs> War with Jet Li and Jason Statham. And then you fight for like man. three minutes and then team up. Their, was, their I, idea of a boss fight in Halo 5 is to fight the same guy over and over again, but this time there's one more of him. Yeah, so I don't know what went wrong with Halo 5, because it's the same people who made Halo 4, but uh, it's not good. <laughs> it looks nice, um, but they kind of pulled the same trick from Halo 2, right? They split the story between Master Chief, who is reunited with Spartan Blue Team. His team of Spartan twos, His and they don't fucking go into it at arms. all. They don't go into it at all. They're just back together. There's no emotional like, oh wow, you guys made it. Nothing. You know, if you read the books, yeah, up to this moment, we've been told he was the last Spartan. Yeah, and yeah, in the books, they tell you he's not, but still, in the books, you know, you knew how important they were to each other, and to finally see each other again, you think would be worthy of a cutscene. Not even. Yeah, but um, unfortunately, Blue Team doesn't really have any chemistry. No, they don't. They're really not great. And uh, and then we, we juxt- juxtapose them with uh, Osiris Team, which is... Who also have no Force. chemistry. Have no chemistry. <laughs> um, led by Locke, who is the worst character probably in the Halo series. Uh, he does have Buck, played by Nathan Fillion, who should have been the lead. Um, he can do no wrong. And they led up to this with a series, right? There was a there was a TV series or, or Halo or, Nightfall. It yeah. was a it was like a pod. Yeah, they they did all kinds of stuff. They did like a podcast. They did like some radio broadcast stuff. Like the the advertisement for Halo Five was robust and it was entirely false. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with um, like the actor who played Locke too in, in that live action was, was pretty unfor- was pretty forgettable, I think. And they, they obviously didn't really develop him at all in the game. I feel like he was just very, very boring. He had just had no, uh, no interesting character traits, you know? Well, and yeah, like, I mean, he even went on to play Luke Cage and I didn't like him in that role either. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. He's, he's just a very bland actor. And then like Locke is just a bland character now in the game. And, you know, you keep cutting between him and the Master Chief, and, like, I'm more interested in playing the Master Chief, right? Like, I, I think everyone was. You know, you want to see yeah. more blue team. Um, but when you play either of them, like, it's just not interesting. You are you find out Cortana's still alive. You're going after her. I, I'll be honest, of all the, the Halo games, Halo 5 
story made the least amount of sense to me. And I don't know if it was because I was least interested in it or if it was just overly complicated. But there's a lot of stuff that I was like, what does that mean? Like, what's happening here? Like, I found it so forgettable. You're right. Yeah, like, it was just like, ah. Like, you know, and, and you, there is a scene where, where Locke and Chief face off for, for a very quick minute. Um, but it's a cutscene, right? You don't play it. Uh, there's And that's it. After that, they, they pretty much never have a conflict again. And it's... Um, pretty disappointing uh you know and it, it, especially it all... from what we do know about the books where like you know these spartans were capable of borderline anime uh stunts that they could do like you know they would just you know communicate to each other through dots in their visor and then you know disappear into the mist within the blink of an eye like and then you had these two spartans fighting each other and it's like uh you know two drunk dudes at the end of the night just <laughs> thrown down at an alley <laughs> They were so animated, they made an anime about them. And they, they, they really fucked up here with Locke and, and Chief. Just not an interesting fight at all. And then uh, Blue Team finds Cortana, um, and she's been healed of her rampancy, she claims, right, by, by Forerunner technology. And now all the Prometheans are her weapons. They're all listening to her. Um, and there comes a point where, uh, you know, she she has plans of her own and chief you know realizes that he needs to talk her down and it doesn't work and she takes him captive she takes blue team captive and you have to play as team osiris to save the day save the day and uh i don't think anyone wanted to do that right i don't think anyone gave a fuck about team osiris i was like really after everything master chief's gone through we have to play these schmucks to save the day no thanks um and then I think all the AI in the world start like joining Cortana, except for the Infinities, Roland, the AI. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like that movie Her with. Hawkins. Yeah, it's very much like Her, honestly. <laughs> Actually, it is. It's, it's totally Her, it except Chief doesn't fuck Master her. Chief, and Cortana is um, uh, Black Widow's character. Black. <laughs> What is she again? What's Scarlett Johansson? Scarlett Johansson. I was gonna say Natalie Dormer for some reason. Oh boy. But yeah, that's that's basically it. It's the two of them and. Oh, we're yeah, all going to our own her. place together. Sorry, Chief. It's been real. Um, <laughs> and she takes... I think the best part of Halo 5 was when Chief... The fucking... Runs end. into Halsey at the end. Oh, Because it's yes. kind of like a moment there where it's like, you know, she's kind of his mother. Um, you know, she she's, you know, pretty important to him, no matter what you feel about what she did. Uh, she's someone of, of great importance to her. And as Pope mentioned, Cortana was based on her, you know, her memories and her mind fragments and everything. So uh, it's a pretty big moment for Chief to meet her. I think it ends there, right? That's that's where it ends. And uh, I think it does. Yeah. Except for uh, Halo and, 6 or Halo, I should say Halo Infinite, which will be uh, apparently an open world game. So fuck me, yeah, right? I don't I don't know. What, what? <laughs> but are you um, going to play? Get, like Halo Kart racing after that, maybe. <laughs> are you Are you going to play it? Uh, I'll be honest with you, man. I I don't know, man. I think I'm just done with Halo at this point. I think that okay. I think uh, three four three doesn't really know what they're doing. Um, I think they jumped the shark. I'll reevaluate. I'll ask you again when we get closer to uh. To also, they're very secretive. Oh, yeah. We don't know really anything about Infinite. It's been in development for fucking like a decade or some shit. It has. It just keeps saying we're listening to the fans. We're listening to the fans. So, um, <laughs> hopefully, they listen to the fans and make a good game because that's what Halo fans like. They like good games, um, and we have not gotten one recently. So, yeah, Halo Five also had multiplayer. Never played it. I don't think anyone did. <laughs> it was uh, yeah. 
was unremarkable. I, I, I literally know nothing about the multiplayer. Couldn't even. It's tell just you more that. gimmicks. It, it's just another Halo yeah. game where they they remove the previous set of gimmicks and add a new set of gimmicks. That's that's it. It's just boring. Halo was at its best when it was simple, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's really it's really funny when you think about um, the implement, implementation of sprint into the Halo series because you're not actually going faster than when you were going. You know the speed you're going in Halo One. You're just Halo 1, you move faster by default, right? It's an illusion that you're going faster in, in games with Sprint. You just so, blew my fucking mind. So right? would you say there, there's not much of a a learning curve to going between Reach and then Halo 1 because, don't, because of the Sprint? Don't you dare. Don't do <laughs> well, first of all, Halo 1 is a fundamentally uh, unbalanced game. I'm pretty sure you can two-shot people from across the map with a pistol, I think. <laughs> oh, you know. That pistol Which, is the, the greatest there's weapon. There's only one one person I ever knew who could do that, and that's the Pope 117. He was a beast with it. Wait, why could you scope in on a weapon without a scope, too? Uh, you know, we'll get to the weapons in, in a Ch- bit. Chief had uh, a scope in his eye. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> last, last thing I wanted to talk about in relation to that game, just because, uh, you know, you brought it up, is, yeah, that relationship between Chief and Halsey. They had this awesome moment in the Superior Halo 4 game at the beginning when... Uh, you know, it turns out that the reason Halsey's being interrogated isn't uh, necessarily for her war crimes. It's because they want to know how to make a successful Spartan, and they take that and implement it into the Spartan Four program. Um, but this guy, you know, he's telling her he's like, he's like, uh, oh, you know, the you know the chief is dead, blah blah blah. And she's like, she's like, his file reads missing in action, just like all the Spartans. He's like, oh, Spartans never die, and and she says. <laughs> She says, don't underestimate my Spartans, but most importantly, don't underestimate him. And that I, I absolutely loved. Like, like you know, she scouted him personally with, with Keys back in the day. You know, he, she's seen him become what he is now. Like, she's seen it all. Without a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt, John is absolutely Halsey's favorite, for sure. Also, you said Keys was a really heroic character, but he fucking helped her kidnap those kids. So well, I mean, he's not how, so did he? Did he really? Did he really help kidnap them? He was actually following orders. Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. I'd like to. I'd like to. Okay. No, 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 I'd like to jump in here because uh, I don't think that's. I don't think that's a very defensible position. The the only time that Hall that uh, Keys and Halsey were together was when they were scouting out children, and he had no idea what was going on in that situation. Yeah. So if you help a pedophile pick out children. You are in no way. I'm saying if you are if you are well, a if captain you and, know, and you are ordered to go on an escort mission where you go to essentially a school and you stand around while a doctor talks to a child and then you go home and then months later, essentially uh, special forces operatives kidnap the children. I don't really think you're very culpable. Yeah, maybe not necessarily. I mean, it's just you know, like I, I said, like following orders. Let's say the happened. Halsey question yeah. is really fascinating. You know what I mean? It's should she be yeah. tried for our is what she did a crime? Is she should be tried for it? It, no, it's a great. It's my favorite question, <laughs> ever. Period. My favorite question. Uh, I, I I don't know. That is. <laughs> it really is though. It's like she did save the world, but did a horrible thing to do it. I don't well, know. It's, just it's, the, uh, it's an unjustified the means type of scenario. Unjustify the means exactly. Yeah, and I guess it depends on your your personal viewpoints. So we know how the story ends in Halo Five, but. I just want to take it back to our to our beginnings real quick. We talked about all the great days of Halo Two, and um, you know that's really where where we built our friendship. We had our own little group. We had our awesome custom games. Um, what were what were your favorite custom games, guys? Pope, you go first. What was your favorite? 
Uh, I don't want to say zombie. Zombies is too easy. That's like the bread and butter, right? I, I really was a fan <laughs> of Tower of Power. That was my jam. How did that one go again? So there was a there was a level. I forget. I can't remember the name of the level. But uh, essentially there was a tower on one side. And there were two entrances to the tower. One entrance was just a ramp that went straight in. But there was a turret that was placed above the ramp that made entrance essentially impossible. So you just had one guy on the turret just mowing down entire legions of people trying to get across and the other way to get through was like a side entrance which was like this really long really narrow bridge and there would just be this non-stop meat grinder brawl with shotguns one side just pushing into the other side and no, no, no one would ever give up there would ever budge but eventually you would break through and it was just a it was really fascinating. The game's gone for hours. and That reminds me of, like, the train scene from Snowpiercer, where, like, they're just, like, locked in combat. Like, yeah. Like, everyone just, like, over <laughs> yes. and over. Like, that's kind of, like, what that bridge was. Like, you just... Yeah, the, yeah, the entire obvious... Yeah. Bodies the entire bodies point of the game is obviously to break break into the tower and control the tower, because the tower has the turret, and the turret is, uh, gives you the most kills, right? But some of those games really did go on for... <laughs> really really long time but it was it was never it was never it never got boring it never got repetitive it was always just like it really did feel like a really even struggle the entire time you know definitely you're always trying to come up with different strategies for taking the tower and like how you know how, how would you defend it would you would you jump down and, and like surprise them? would you just stand on the bridge and wait you know it was yeah. it was really Unless you're the character with connection host and then you could sit in the back and snipe people with your shotgun Ooh, connection host what a thing that was uh never more evident than in troy <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> oh my god! Um, and that was Ascension, by the way. That was the name of the map. Ah, yes, classic. That's yeah, the Ascension, one map. of the best. Ty, how about you? I gotta say it. I'm sorry, Pope. Uh, it was Zombies, but definitely Zombies. That was the one that uh, I met Pope on. Um, it was the one where you became Booch the Friendly Zombie. First one I played. One... Yeah. Actually, the story of how I met you. I thought you guys were dirty cheaters. <laughs> oh wait, <laughs> it's true. Take us back to it. No, it was uh, just some random. I it was some, you. No, it was some random game on Battle Creek. I think it was or Beaver Creek. I don't know. They rename it. Yeah, Beaver Creek. But uh, you guys invited me to another, uh, I guess, uh, just another game or party after that. And you guys were doing uh, super bounces, and I had no idea what the fuck that was. And I, so I just thought you guys were fucking <laughs> cheating because you guys were, like, flying all through the fucking... I couldn't even do them. I it couldn't do super bounces. people we were with. Cause you yeah, I knew about them, it. but I could never get it. Yeah, yeah. but I, I accused you guys of cheating, and then... I don't know. I guess it, I guess it just worked out. <laughs> I definitely saved Seriously. you from zombies, though. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's I right, because he was the royal popesman. You yeah, remember? well, he called I was the royal. royal it was a it was a Homestar Runner reference. I don't know if you ever heard of that, but uh, I have. I know of Homestar Runner, but I never got into it. Yeah, the Pope thing was never. There was a lot of people always thought that I was like, the Pope thing was because I was like super religious. No, I I just. <laughs> it, <laughs> that's what religious people do. They call themselves the Pope. No, I, I got the name from fucking like early seasons of family guys like the the pope character on there so i just named a spartan character the pope in halo <laughs> one and then it just, it just stuck. stuck it just stuck uh but yeah I, I love zombies i you know obviously i was really into zombie stuff and uh it was just really really fun man um i you know obviously i did not create the zombie game but i did come up with my own version of it and i was really proud of that one you know um my version was there was human weapons across the map um, and they did not respond. Yeah, finite ammo for sure. So you had to find a weapon and survive for as long as you can. 
and uh, I just thought it really added like another layer to to the game mode because a zombies could pick up the weapons and waste the ammo. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. You had to kill the zombies. And you would eventually run out. Zombies is a balancing act. There's too many guns in the map. The zombies don't stand a fucking chance. <laughs> I never did. I was the worst zombie. But that that's that was so that was what was amazing about the zombies game type. It wasn't just a game. It was there was an entire social element to it, right? Yes. Because people couldn't like in in Halo Three they have it so you automatically tr- turn into a zombie when you die, right? But that wasn't a thing in Halo Two. People had to follow the rules, <laughs> and sometimes people honor. Yeah, it was an honor system. If you died and if nobody saw it, then you could just be like, oh, nothing happened, you know? Yeah, like, it, it was really, I mean, like you said, like, it was kind of an interesting, like, social yeah. test yeah. almost, you know? Like, to see, like, people would, well, we would, we, yeah, yeah, we would weed out the disloyals, right? And eventually we'd have a, a party of pretty solid dudes that would know what to do. But, like, it, it, that's where, like, the enforcement comes in. Like, obviously, Ty wants to be good cops, so have fucking. Either me or Booch <laughs> fucking start shit or just kick people out. Yep. Like sometimes there will be there will be games and zombies where zombies are not having a good fucking time. So we would do, <laughs> we would go <laughs> we'd, around. The yeah, we call it around the world, right? But but we had like insiders, right? We were like working working with the zombies me? behind the scenes to like set up. Always a zombie. Yeah, to like set up like we're like gonna bring them down this fucking hallway to slaughter them when they come through because we had to like get the game going because like nobody wants to be a zombie because being a zombie sucks. Yep. It would be funny because, like, I'd be in the lead, and, like, I would know you'd be standing right there, but we'd have a truce. Yeah. So, like, I could walk, so I'd walk past and it. Oh, like, that's oh, crazy. Clear. That oh, my God. And then this this other motherfucker comes <laughs> by and he nowhere. gets taken down, and then that's, Pope would, like, yeah, shoot you and be like, oh, my God, he got him. He got him. the friendly zombie came from. Yes. <laughs> I would come and bring you guys ammo, and then yep. the zombies would get pissed at me. And then he's like, he's bringing them ammo. He's bringing them guns. And like, I would training. go in, and then like, or the, be like, don't shoot Booch. Don't in. shoot Booch. He's nice. Yeah, I would come in just to hang with you, and then like somebody be like, oh my god, it's a zombie, and they would kill me. And you're like, no, that's Booch. No, we were we were crafty about it too. We would have you like in the room, and you're like off limits because Ty said so, of course. And and then every once in a while, it's like, all right, we need more zombies. Let's just kill somebody. And you just fucking slice some motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> Oh That'd be the best part. You'd be hanging out so for a good like five, up. six minutes, and then we'd be like, "It's time, pick someone." <laughs> or um, or when you would kill one of your own people, if friendly fire was on, and then take their ammo while they respond <laughs> somewhere else on the map with no weapons and zombies all over the place. That was like well, the ultimate. Di- I think I remember there... and Jinko would do that a lot. Oh God, he was the worst with that. I I remember there was a rule that I had to get the br like uh, like so. I remember we'd be on. Uh, you were a pistol guy, man. Like, you were all about. The- I, the pistol was my dual backup pistols. for the last minute. Yeah, the dual wielding pistol. That was my last thing after the BR. So like, if somebody took my weapons, we'd dude, be like, yeah, nah, people man, would people would fucking off. simp for you so fucking hard. They would give you. <laughs> they would. <laughs> they'd be like, they prostrate themselves before you, give you all the fucking ammo and BR. They'd be like, my shit. lord, here you go. Because they knew you had the fucking power. They knew you were the one who granted them access to the fucking party. So of course they're gonna suck your dick. They did everybody wanted in? It's it's it was a uh, wow. It was kind of a power trip, man. Yeah, like, no, it, this is the beginning of your uh, ego. Oh, yeah, my yes. ego got real big. Holy That's fuck. when the REL... Yeah, be- the REL persona the rel, really did yeah. kind of take over at that point. Yeah, I, I had my whole... I had a fucking, uh, you know, a uh, Xbox Halo clan named after me. <laughs> uh, we had, yeah, I had a clan we, named after me. I was Grand Wizard of REL's Raiders. 
we, we had, what was uh, the name of uh, you know, what, what was it the ring raiders the fucking <laughs> yeah it was pure, pure oh when we pure it was rel's raiders but then when we teamed up with uh perfect circle it was pu- it was pure oh that raiders. was his name pure oh and he was like we're gonna we're gonna be like yeah. the world by storm and then i remember he would put in a bio that we played all these games that we didn't have we were like we just play halo 2 and he's like yeah the played? bio the bio uh, he wrote know. for his ring raiders uh clan was was ridiculous like we are a worldwide global organization <laughs> we're like jesus we just <laughs> play fucking halo worldwide yeah. yeah behind every war is a warrior yeah, behind yeah. every warrior is a, is a soldier behind every soldier is a sword it's like what the <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Oh man, there was some yeah. So zombies oh, was my favorite. It was really intense when you would get down to like the last. You know, what was the uh, party type? Sixteen players, I think. So like, if you were yeah, the last human time. or one of the last humans, all of a sudden you have 14, 15 zombies running in after you. Uh, and I just remember, you know, do wielding pistols like pop, pop, pop. You can't miss a headshot because then you're done. Uh, yeah, it really does. Make it was it was really exciting. Yeah, it was it was really exciting. Uh, got the blood pumping. It was just a really fun game. Remember, type, everyone really. I remember Tremors was a fun game. Tremors was good oh, too. Oh, yeah, where we, we get on the yeah the rates, tr- right? yeah Tremors based on, on the based on the movie right with the yeah. worms that come out of the ground and eat people. So you had like the Spartans had to get from one into uh, one end of the big uh, map to the other. The two bases, Canyon, yeah. yeah. But yeah, you were only safe if you were on a rock or a ledge or something. So like the ghosts could, the vehicles could had free reign to run you over if you were on the ground. So you had to like make these wild dashes from like cover to cover, and you like you like you like trick people. You like spread out, like split up. It was it was a uh, really strategic. I liked it a lot actually. Hey, oh, which was your favorite? Well, you guys already well, you already said zombies, so I don't want to take that. I will say zombies is you know it's the. That was my first introduction to Halo ever. I didn't even know like there was a story or anything beforehand. <laughs> I knew the the image of the dude with the armor on, but that was it. I, I had no idea that I would end up getting into it. Uh, so he was a zombie on. before he could even walk. It was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> we had a game tag called Troy. Uh, that was really fun. That I was, was about great. to mention Troy. That's the one I was going to mention. I'm not going to say it was my favorite because I really loved a lot of the a lot of the stuff you could do. But yeah, Troy was um you would have the brute shots. Uh, you would fire them into the air, you know, hoping you could hit someone on the other side of the map. And then after everyone had their ammo run out, you would get in the center of Coag and just try to beat each other down <laughs> as best you could. No, the best part <laughs> is is waiting for those. You would get, uh, you just lob your artillery and you would get kills, triple kills, double kills. It was awesome. Yeah. There was always a jerk who kept Because you had to put it with no shields, right? Yep. So one shot everybody. Yeah. yeah. You always save that one round, and it comes down to the, <laughs> the last one battle, and they fucking no, shoot you. No, that's cheating. Like, oh, no, no, I remember. I remember saving the last prick. round was cheating. I remember that. It was cheating. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah, it still won the battle. <laughs> if you had the connection fun. host though, too, it sucked because you always got advantage on the on the melee. Oh, did you? I forgot that was a thing. Yeah, yep, connection host had advantage quicker. and everything. In Tower of Power, the shotgun was uh, extremely overpowered for the connection host. There was no dedicated servers back then, so it was a it was a different time. I will say there was a time that. So I did get really into Halo, like, for a bit, like, more than you did for a month or two, and it was yeah. it was insane, um, you know, like, because just the multiplayer in general, never mind the custom games, was pretty awesome. They had all these different matchmaking types, and it was such an unforgiving leveling up process. Like, if you, oh, you know, if you lost a match, you could lose XP. You know, nowadays, if you lose a match, you just don't gain as much XP. But, like, you know, now we, we have the participation trophies of experience in games. Back then, it was, listen, if you sucked, you would 
you know, you would go down a rank. Like, you would have me play with you in, in like, game types that didn't matter because you didn't want to lose your rating. <laughs> well, obviously, this was, you know, this was no problem for a clan as prestigious as Rails Raiders, of course. We, yeah, we were obviously the We top, obviously top won top every match, line. clearly. Clearly. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> I, was, uh, I was also there. But when I was, like, when I was really into it, I, you know, I was really into it. I remember, like, I would uh, stay up to, like, 4 a.m., and then the next day during school, I would fall asleep. <laughs> Ty's, like, you know, elbowing me, trying to get me to wake up. And yep. while I'm sleeping, I'm dreaming that I'm on midship coming at someone with a brute shot off of a grav lift or something. Like, um, it was wild. And yeah, I remember... You were living and breathing Halo back oh, then. Oh, dude. Uh, I, I <laughs> talking really about was. living Halo. When, when Halo 2 came out, I literally had to go... I was, like in class and I had to go give myself like a pep talk in the bathroom like splash my face with water be like just a few more hours Halo Halo <laughs> 2 just a few more hours like it was it was a big deal man it was like next to Homer Simpson's desk you just have Halo and it's like do it for her I would come home to voicemails from people being like hey like uh, I just got home from school I'm jumping on <laughs> like I'll see you soon like dude how, was, how amazing uh, how was amazing was it to, to know that you were going to log on to Halo 2 and just jump into a party of like 16 people who all fucking know you yeah. they all want to hang right out with the you bat. and I want to talk to you it's just amazing it was pretty incredible and this went on for years it did I will say my crowning uh, moment uh, for me that I loved was uh, during Slayer. It was, uh, you know, Slayer is four on four. The thing with this game is that you could level down. So there are people who would sometimes do that on purpose. They would lose as often as they could, go all the way back down to one, and then pwn the noobs and work their way back up again. So on my team, there happened to be two people who were deleveling. So they were killing themselves and each other. So that way we would lose kills and lose the match. But the guy who was with me, and I, we actually were killing the other team faster than these guys were killing themselves. And we were like, we're almost, what was it, 50 kills, right? It's like, we're almost there. We're at 49. No, we killed himself. It's 48. All right, now, <laughs> like, we had to work our way back up. And then, like, he and I became friends after we won that match. We never played another game together. But uh, <laughs> that, that was, like, that was like my big Halo 2 moment uh, when I was, like, at my peak of, of Halo uh, fanaticism, if you peak call it that. physical performance. <laughs> that's exactly peak digital performance that's what it was man do you remember uh you remember mamen oh yeah i remember i remember oh what a god. diverse we had a diverse group i remember his uh, Arist- uh was it aristocrats joke oh my god yeah <laughs> yes well, yes, yes. We he would play the game he was so funny we'd be playing a custom game like let's say tremors or, or uh troy for example and he'd start telling the aristocrats joke and everyone would stop they would all stop and they would just listen to the joke and it would go on for sometimes 10, 15 minutes. Like he would just keep going and uh, it, it was just, it was hilarious. Like he would just capture everybody uh, to the point where they just wouldn't even play the game, just listen to this joke for, for however long. It was, he was, he was an incredibly funny person. Definitely an, definitely uh, an awful, definitely an awful too. person. But yeah, yeah I'm sure I wouldn't be friends with him yeah. now. But I'm pretty sure um, he went to jail. He just didn't come back on one That's day. what I heard. Yeah, he's very problematic yeah. <laughs> individual, uh, but very funny. Oh yeah, no, very funny. charismatic for sure. But yeah, we we had a very diverse group of friends. I mean, everyone from from little kids to uh, you know what was adults. yeah, what was fascinating is okay, we, we okay, all easy. for the most part were <laughs> like very civil with each other. So 
Yeah, we were underage too, man. We were like 15. That's true. 16, that's true. So. I keep forgetting. But we had like, uh, you know, Spotten, who was, you know, probably like <laughs> just, 13 while we were following. He just forget how to spell yeah, Spartan. He just forgot the R. That's, that's, that was yeah, he did. forgot. So we would call him that's Spotten. How young he was. It's like fucking, uh, you know, New England, Boston. Hey, you fucking Spotten over there? Yeah, my friend. <laughs> You know, Master Chief, like, you know, fucking, don't you get me yeah, fucking Yeah, you started. fucking spot. Fucking sock. And then bro. there was, uh, there was, um, all pro Swift girl. Fox, who was, who was loading <laughs> up on dying. Oh, yes. Uh, Swift Fox. And then there was All Pro Girl, or Sword Cave. Sword Cave. <laughs> Good old Sword Cave. Sword Cave. Oh, I don't care what dude. anybody says, that joke is funny to this day. It really is. It really <laughs> is. Absolutely is. Oh, man. No, they were, they were, they were really just wild times, and they were, they were great. Um, remember the first time that you and I stayed up like all day doing it and like the sun, we started to hear the birds tweeting outside, Ty. And we were like, oh shit. Oh, my and like God. your mom was getting ready for work and we were like, fuck, like we gotta, <laughs> we like, we were like, we off the Xbox up. quietly. And every, like, every night I'd be up, we, I know I'd be up all night and I, I'd play with Pope a lot. <laughs> And we like, wouldn't even I play work at 8 a.m. After like man. nine o'clock, we're just talking in the lobby about life and shit, man. <laughs> that was Halo too. It was so much more than just a game where you shoot things. I'd be like, I gotta get off, man. I gotta get off, or like one more game. And you'd be like, yeah, no problem. Then we'd start talking about fucking, I don't know, zombies or or movies. And before I know it, it's four o'clock in the morning. I gotta be up in like three hours. I'm like, God, every time, man. Like it just, you you just didn't want to get off. It was. uh I, I don't think there'll ever be quite an experience like it. Um, and, you know, it, it's funny to say it's a video game, but it was just such, like we've said a couple times now, a social experiment. And uh, it really showed, you know, you could build a community. Uh, and and well, we yeah. really did this that. This is pre-Facebook, pre, you know, MySpace, more or less. Yeah. Um, you know, pre-Twitter. Like, like, that was our social media. That's how we met each other. That's, you know... I remember, like, at that time, you want to talk about indoctrination, I was, you know, when I was um, doing martial arts and I was heavily into it, like, that was all I would do. I would eat, sleep, breathe martial arts, you know, I, like, at anything, it, you know, anything, it, I would work there all the time. I would neglect everything else in my life, but, like, I remember being so excited to come home and play Halo with you guys. Like, that was my, you know, that... Just like Pope giving himself a only a few more hours. Come on. Honestly, it was it, <laughs> jumping at Halo Two was like going home every day. It was more. It was more. It felt more than. It felt like more home than it did an actual home for me. So. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a place that we all felt welcome. We always knew there was somebody looking to play with us, and uh, we all came together. I mean, it really it created friendships. I mean, uh, you know, we've been friends with Pope since two thousand four, and then it immediately died when Halo Three came out. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, the entire thing fell apart instantly. <laughs> I mean, there were, you know, there were still like I remember, you know, you and I would play with Addison or Frosty or something like that. Yeah, we would play some a little bit, but you it, know, but it definitely, it definitely wasn't, wasn't the, same. the same. We would never be able to be like, all right, let's get another sixteen-person party back on nah. and, and like do a oh. full game of zombies. Like it just, never it just again. didn't happen. It was, you know, it was like catching lightning in a bottle, and and it it really was amazing while it lasted. Yeah, Halo. Um, also, Halo Two. It, it was really something special. Benefited from the fact that the Xbox original had no games until. <laughs> yeah. The only the only comp- well, the only thing to play, to play in Halo Two was Crimson Skies and. Okay, I was on that. <laughs> Your favorite Crimson Skies. That came with Black Xbox yeah. Live. <laughs> Crimson Skies, the game Land they gave the away with the Xbox. <laughs> Seriously, Halo, uh, Halo 2, dead. an Xbox game, was the most screen. played Xbox 360 game for years until Gears of War came out. 
That's crazy, right? Yeah. Wow. Um, what was that one where you were a vampire who had a gun and you could like go into vampire mode and see like X-ray stuff? You what? remember that one, Ty? The Predator? Is that what you mean? No, I don't. I don't mean Predator. I don't know what you're talking about, though. Predator wasn't a vampire. All right, one day. One day we'll find it. Oh, wait, are you talking about a, uh, you mean an actual game? A vampire game? Yeah, it was a game. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant a game mode in Halo. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. An actual, uh... oh, Predator. That's right. What was that's it? Every, the Predator had camo. You would you would have camo and everyone else, like, and uh, radars were turned off. Fuck. Yeah. I just, oh, that was so cool. I remember that. It was intense. There was a lot of great games. Played a lot of you know, think about, like, they had... Yeah, Left 4 Dead was great. Uh, you know, Halo 2 was special because it had all, like, a very basic, let's say, like, game types, but people were able to make them into these special custom games, and it, it um, it was cool. It was cool how it caught on to so many different communities in that, in Halo 2. Um, but yeah, I mean, Halo in general, I think it's just a really amazing series, um, you know, even though it has fallen apart a little bit more lately, I mean... The amount of spinoffs and stuff. If you're into anime, they've got anime for the comic books. You can do that. Um, there's even two RTS games that were built for the Xbox from the ground up. Uh, Halo Wars. Phenomenal game. Uh, you know, it's by the way. Phenomenal. Halo yeah, Halo first Halo Wars was great. Excellent. Really, really good. We we had a lot of fun. We played quite a bit of that online. Dude, too, Halo Wars. Know, was... I, dude, I could go for some Halo Wars. Me too. We'll play that right after this. <laughs> I don't know um, about you, but I can go for some Halo Wars with a milkshake. <laughs> yeah i mean halo was um it was iconic and i i you know I, I don't know if it'll ever be able to regain that status again but it it definitely lives on in uh video game history it created you know it made the xbox what it is today we wouldn't have an xbox one if if halo had never come out and made people buy buy those consoles so uh you know I, i'm really glad it did and it'll always be one of my favorite series of all time that's uh absolutely beautiful any closing statements from you mr pope I think Halo is pretty cool. That's fantastic. Halo is pretty, yeah, it's pretty great. It it really is, and you know, like up until this, like just going back into it in such detail, I was, you know, I was like, yeah, I like Halo, but nah, you're right. It, it, it you know, it did feel like going home. It, it really, you know, forged friendships. No, and yeah, stuff real and shit. Halo, Halo was. helped me through probably the hardest times in my life, the loneliest times in my life, probably, where I really didn't feel like I had yeah, anybody. Yeah, it was, it was something special. I mean, I remember I had an 18th birthday party, this huge blowout party. Everybody oh, came to my wow. house, and we had uh, two Xboxes set up in my bedroom, and we were having tournaments in there, and it was just, it was just fun, man. It was just really, really fun. Like people would just come together and yeah. I even flew fucking all the way from fucking Oklahoma to New York just to fucking uh, hang out with the Halo buddy. Yep. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it was, it's it's pretty special. You don't really see that uh, too often. And then we went over to a friend's house, and they were playing Halo because, of course, they were. And Ty and I had <laughs> an amazing game where we came down to the last fucking point, and then we were tied, and then we just walked away. It was great. Yeah, we, we walked what? away. Yeah, there was no winner. <laughs> it was pretty good. Get out of here. shit. Real shit. Was this was this on um lockdown or lockout? It was probably lockout. <sighs> I think Which, it was. There's one more thing we need to address. What do we need to address? Uh, the order of the raiders. <laughs> oh my so, god! All right, uh, I. It's right. Fight Ty is raider time, one. Mooch, that's I'm indisputable. I'm sorry, Ty. You don't get to not be. You don't get to be raider two. That's ridiculous. You're fucking rel. All right, you're raider one. All right. Now the spot for raider. <laughs> I was always raider two though. I mean, I'm just saying, Booch, if you ever want to challenge me for it. 
There it is. It's it's back. It's always <laughs> it's official. I remember that. That was during Reach too. You would be like, you'd be like, anytime, Boots. Anytime you want to, you know, you want to fight me for it. <laughs> well, that's where we were able to use the call sign. We played a lot of Halo Reach online, and and we would use the call signs. We did. Um, yeah. I mean, you you folks heard, heard it here first. The, the challenge is out there, so uh, there can be only one. He won't. I don't know, man. He's weak. I don't know. We'll see. He's a paper man. I'm afraid. All right. <laughs> I'm afraid. You want to break me down? Do you want to hear me say it, Adrian? I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, by the way, Juggernaut. Remember Juggernaut on Reach? I had a lot of fun with that one. Oh. Where you could be a super fast-moving, grab-hammer-wielding oh, dude, and you had to get the skull and stuff. Oh, wait. Right. Was that Juggernaut? What was the one where you had to get the skull? Nerf ball? No. What what ball Griff was it? Ball. Griff ball. Slam ball? Griff yeah, ball. Yeah, the Rooster Teeth creation. Yeah. Griff Ball was fun. I had fun with that. And Juggernaut was the one where you had one player who was super OP. He had like overshield and and yeah. you know had his radar on and you didn't and like you I think Predator was just a version of Juggernaut. Predator was just mistaken. invisible. Yeah, invisible spark. Oh, uh, was it? Okay. Yeah. That you had to kill. Yeah. Well, Griff Ball was fun. Um if I had anything else, I, I would close out. Like you said, Ty, you there's a lot of awesome media to look at. Um, you know, Halo Legends, love it or hate it, it had a lot of you know, short stories in there. <laughs> Halo Legends. Uh, some that were ridiculous. fucking awful. Halo Legends it is, amazing. is trash. It's just trash. So good, Halo so Legends. Bad. They're legends. Legends are They trash. literally made the this package. anime shit. They, one of the fucking Halo... One, <laughs> <laughs> Halo Legends They did a shorts. Gotham Knight for Halo. They trotted it fucking anime <laughs> style. And it's the goofiest, <laughs> dumbest shit I've ever seen in my whole fucking life. It ruins the <laughs> entire like, aesthetic. I'm telling you. It's it's all about the package, or was that it, or was it the delivery? I think it was called the package, where uh where the whole team is there and they fucking you know have to just slaughter a bunch of Covenant aliens on their way to. Look, to, I'm not saying Halsey. every short was bad. All right, the Animatrix wasn't fucking perfect, but it had some good ones. <laughs> you know, I mean, most of the shorts were not good, but I loved I loved the package. It was ridiculous. But um, I mean that's probably closer to the stuff the books would describe. There was one in Legends where do. it was the Arbiter, right? The Arbiter has to—it's like a samurai sort of. Uh... Oh yes, they gave him the samurai storyline where like they have to fight with metal swords, not energy yeah. swords. and he has to. Yeah, he's like uh, has to fend off like assassination attempts and shit. It's pretty cool. Some of that shit's good, and some of that shit is cringe. Amen. What are your uh, favorite weapon? Go. Uh, battle rifle for sure. Br tie. Favorite weapon? Yeah. BR battle rifle. Yeah, you can't trust. You can't beat the trusty battle rifle, man. Uh, for me, it's actually the shotgun because I normally have terrible aim. And if we're going, uh, I was gonna say melee because you know, I guess there's only like two actual melee weapons. But I did love the energy sword quite a bit. I really like that one. I have one on my wall in my uh, my little man cave. I have one as well. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I just found it today, um, actually, of all days. I'll get out of here. That's awesome. Um. So yeah, I mean, I think I think that does it. You know, we went through the games. We went through some of the extended lore. Definitely look into it. See all the stuff on YouTube if you don't want to take in every single little thing. Um. You know, and uh. You know, I tried my best to squeeze whatever uh, parallels. <laughs> into you know actual uh army life is but I, I, you know i can only get so halo, much out halo of really ain't Pope that 117. Deep. it really ain't <laughs> wake me when you need me that's it um wake me when you need me 
But uh, but all right. So with that, we are going to close out. Uh, song we're writing out on today is going to be the song that introduced us to Breaking Benjamin, "Blow Me Away." Oh my fucking god! Don't you Halo dare! Don't you fucking! Soundtrack. This shit pissed me off so yeah. fucking hard. Then they sold. They fucking cocked a Breaking <laughs> fucking Benjamin. I wanted to tear my fucking eyes. Oh my god. <laughs> so fucking I, I, they had the good graces to not include the awful, awful lyrics. Thank God. Just, oh, and they actually used it. They in just the played game. the fucking background music. It was <laughs> so oh, so out of right. place. Like this rock. Dude, it was yeah. beautiful. That's my favorite part of Halo too. Oh. Anyway, yeah. Proceed. Proceed oh to torture us. Go ahead. But uh, but yeah. So it's gonna be. I'm gonna split this in two parts. So if you have a suggestion for the song on the first part of this episode. Feel free to let me know. We need a hero. Ooh, get the uh, yeah, the, the the Shrek two version. That's the good one. Oh, holding out for uh, a hero. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Works that, for me. Dude, that, oh, that song, God. fucking like that. The the remix of that song slaps, slaps. today. <laughs> oh my god uh in the meantime if you enjoyed this you can listen to us and rate and review us on podbean itunes spotify or google podcast follow us on twitter at politipop pod find us on instagram at politipop podcast email us at politipopcast at gmail.com find our show notes and sources at politipoppodcast.wordpress.com special thanks as always to our listeners and to antonia little for logo design special thanks to the pope 117 for gracing us with his presence. Cool. Uh, <laughs> for the Politipop podcast, I've been Mike Booch. I've been Ty117. I'm Pope. <laughs> He's Pope. That's right. And remember, no matter what you're reading, watching, listening to, or no matter what you're playing, never stop thinking, never stop learning, and always remember to read between the lines. No time to He says, "What? He says something. And when he says it, <laughs> he fucking says it. All right, it's fucking wild. You won't, you won't believe how how he said it. No, it's it's something along the lines of like she said that once about being a machine or something like that. Is it really? Oh yeah, a... he says um like humanity and soldiers or something. I'll get it. I should have read the exact quote. So uh, are we uh, are we ending at Halo Four, or are we actually going to talk about? I'm I'm honestly fine with ending at Halo Four because I just want to talk about. Um... Can we talk about the part where where the Spartan Four uh, punches Master Chief in the face and breaks his visor? Can you talk about that part? <laughs> We're really not going to talk about Halo Five at all. We're just going mean, to pretend it doesn't if, exist. We want to bring up some stuff about. I think it, we should Halo briefly Ford. go over it, very briefly. The only character in Halo Five that's even remotely rememberable Buck. is Buck, and it's only yeah. because it's Nathan Fillion. <laughs> and he was in ODST before him. Yeah, yeah. What was it? Uh, oh my God, what Locke? Oh my God. Oh. I don't understand how they they make he look he looks so cool, and they made him such a weak character. They made all the they made that entire Spartan team such so boring and bland. They're all Spartan fours, right? Yeah. I need a weapon. 
And scene. There you go. That's it, ladies and gents. Execute me. I should probably stop the damn thing.